when restrictions begin to lift, what sector of the economy should we be looking for to create jobs? Well, my next guest is a writer and a researcher and a former columnist with the Globe and Mail who has written a report about the tech sector and startups. Barry McKenna, welcome to the program. Nice to be here. So this thing, that, uh, this report that you put together for the, I believe it's the, is it a research council? And I'll, uh, forgive me, I don't have the name right in front of me here. But what y- what you say is that tech startups will punch above their weight in employment. Why do you say that? The report is for the Innovation Economy Council, which is sort of a coalition of uh, tech startups, uh, including the Mars Discovery District in Toronto, the Ontario Centers of Excellence in Communitech in, in Waterloo. Um, essentially, the the case we're making is that the parts of the economy that are going to drive growth, that are going to drive jobs, and that are going to create the kind of innovation that Canada desperately is going to need in the next five and ten years is going to come from these young companies that are producing it now for um, for frontline industries, if you think of manufacturers, oil and gas, the, the energy sector, uh, um, financial services, all of these things. These companies are producing stuff for them now, and they're going to be producing the next wave of innovation that those companies are going to need to be productive going forward. Um, we just don't want to see them fail um, in this uh, crisis. So when you're talking about these sort of companies, the financing that gets them going is peculiar and it's particular to this industry in many ways. And and what has happened to venture capital and seed money that would be able to fund these kind of startups? Well, it really depends on where they are in the stage. You know, uh, startups are everything from uh, a man or a woman in their basement with a computer and a smartphone right up to, to companies with hundreds of employees, and they're sort of waiting for that next stage of growth. So they often get their financing, uh, their early financing, and then they get the, it's in stages. And companies, depending on where they are in these stages, need to show growth and need to develop their product in between the money they get. And all of a sudden, it's very difficult to do that. And so everyone is worried about the next stage of financing. And if you don't get the next stage of financing, a lot of these companies will die. And so what you'll see is this big hole in these companies in the future because they just died now. And the expertise potentially can go somewhere else, like the United States. A lot of these these companies involved in things like artificial intelligence, these people are so hot and in demand around the world that they'll just be scooped up and they'll be taken away. Um, The companies, if they have good patented technology, somebody else will buy them and it could move out of Canada. And Canada has this great nucleus of companies that's been developed in the past 10 years, but more in the past sort of two to five years. And they're really vulnerable and we don't want to lose them. So what is the sector asking for? Um, you know, I think it really depends on on where companies are because they all have different needs. I think the idea is the the federal government and the, the some of the provinces, including Ontario, have doing been doing a very good job of stimulating this startup sector. The fear is that at this moment you need a lot more, not a lot less, and governments are are busy sustaining uh, worker salaries. They're rescuing. 
uh, manufacturers, the airlines, all that, all those types of companies, and that this sector may be forgotten. It's also an opportunity, as as the governments are spending hundreds of millions of dollars, literally, um, that a chunk of that goes to these companies that are the future of of Canadian uh, business and the economy. Barry McKenna is the author of the post. Pardon me, the post-viral pivot and a former Globe and Mail columnist and business reporter. And we're talking about tech startups and their importance to the overall economy. When we start talking about, you know, the breadth of different sizes of startups, and, and you mentioned it can be, you know, everything from very small to an actual full-fledged company, how is it that the government can then scale or put kind of supports to especially those smaller startups that wouldn't qualify for things like the uh, employment relief benefit or, or those other wage um, subsidies? Um, I mean, one way is, is, is through these tech hubs, which have been amply supported in, in Ontario and elsewhere so that these companies have a, a community around them of support that allows them to grow when they're at a very vulnerable stage to, to get ideas, to share ideas with others, to get expertise. Um, that's one way. Governments, in, uh, you know, what this crisis has exposed, um, uh, one of the things is that we need things, certain supplies of things, are essential to running this economy and to keeping us healthy. You know, it goes from having domestic supply of things like masks and respirators, but it's it's broader than that. If you can get your supply chain cut off of that essential part, you need to make whatever it is, from a car to a to uh, an appliance to to clothing, and suddenly your supply is cut off. You. Uh, this this crisis exposed the need for diversity of supply and domestic supply to help support you. Governments are great at buying things. They buy things in large quantities, and they can be used to stimulate demand from these companies. So you grow them from small things to larger things by purchasing from them. And then that gives them the scale that they can get up to the next level and that they can then become commercially viable um, on a much grander scale. Fascinating to uh, talk about. Thank you so much, Bear McKenna. Appreciate you being on the program. You're welcome.